It has been more than four decades since the release of Star Wars. And yet, we are still enthralled. May 4th is now commonly known as Star Wars Day. It's a veritable holiday. Well, who could be surprised by that? I mean, May the 4th seems to beg to be followed by Be With You. This internationally celebrated day is more than just a quote in the film. The day itself represents how George Lucas connected people in ways that others just could not. And studies show 62% of the American population say that they like Star Wars. But why, though? What is it about this tale of a galaxy far, far away that continues to capture generation after generation the world over? Welcome to Episode 91 of This Shit Works, a podcast dedicated to all things networking, business development, and relationship building. I'm your host, Julie Brown, and today we are discussing the connecting power of Star Wars. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full-service branding, marketing, PR, and communications agency with team members in Boston, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at NickersonCOS.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. May the 4th be with you, now synonymous with Star Wars Day. Actually, it has a very different origin story than you might think. You see, back in 1979, two years after Star Wars was released, May the 4th be with you was first used by Margaret Thatcher's political party to congratulate her on her election on May 4th, 1979. As you can imagine, the saying quickly caught on. However, the first celebration of May the 4th didn't take place until much later at the Toronto Underground Cinema in 2001. This first official National Star Wars Day festivities included a costume contest and a movie marathon. Fans' favorite parodies of the franchise were also enjoyed, as were some of the most popular mashups and remixes. This day isn't just an ordinary day. It's something fun that pretty much anybody on Earth can be part of, bringing people together no matter what background they are from. So why do we have such a love or a fascination for Star Wars? Star Wars is more than a bunch of movies. It's an epic saga, a story about good and evil, war and justice, love and destiny. It shines a spotlight on the interplay between light and dark, as cliche as it might sound. In our world, there will always be good versus evil. Within ourselves, we will always struggle with the good and the bad sides of who we are. When I sat down to write this episode, it had been a month since the Russian invasion of the Ukraine had begun. Also, California had a number of active forest fires signaling an early start to what will inevitably be another devastating forest fire season. As a tale of the 20th century, the stories and lessons of Star Wars couldn't be more relevant. It is there to warn us about the dangers of war and conflict, to castigate us for our neediness while others are suffering, to remind us of the value of patience, balance with nature, and the power of friendships. While designing the saga of Star Wars, George Lucas drew parallels to historical figures like Napoleon Bonaparte, Julius Caesar, 
and Richard Nixon. Lucas even said of Nixon's influence that his presidency, and I quote, got me thinking historically about how democracies get turned into dictatorships. Because the democracies aren't overthrown, they're given away, end quote. While the most recent movies are tales of heroism and overcoming the odds, the original trilogy is about the temptation of power and the lengths we'll go when protecting the ones we love. Or maybe not. Maybe the original films are really about a deadbeat dad, a really weird brother-sister relationship, and really cool lightsabers and sound effects. But for whatever reason, this film magically bridges generation after generation. People who saw the film as little kids are now parents, and they share the excitement of it with their kids, passing it down like a family heirloom from one generation to the next. And like everything that must evolve or die, Star Wars is continually reinventing itself, not just in films and TV shows, but in comics and games, books and fan fiction. It lives on in the hearts and minds of those who love it, cherish it, and eventually through the next generation that they share it with. Star Wars confirms the eternal value of storytelling, our human ability to share our wisdom, and our willingness to settle down together and have someone spin us a tale we probably already know but need to hear again. Okay. <laughs> Enough Star Wars navel-gazing for one day. On to the drink of the week, which you are absolutely going to love because it's called, get this, Baby Yoda. Which, you know, I guess if we were going to be specific and accurate, we would actually call it Grogu because he's the one everyone is referring to when they say Baby Yoda. It's not actually Yoda. It's Grogu from The Mandalorian. Anyway, this cocktail combines the flavors of fresh kiwi, simple syrup, and vodka into a beautiful green beverage, perfect for your May the 4th festivities. If you don't like Star Wars, you can simply call it a kiwi martini. Here's what you're going to need. Three ounces of vodka. This specific recipe calls for Grey Goose. One and a half ounces of fresh lime juice, one ounce of simple syrup, and one peeled kiwi. What you're going to do is you're going to place the peeled kiwi in the bottom of a cocktail shaker and muddle it until you get a puree-type consistency. And then add the vodka, syrup, and lime juice and fill with ice. Shake, 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 shake until cold and strain into a coupe glass. All right, friends, that's it for this week. If you like what you heard today, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please remember to share the podcast to help it reach a larger audience. And until what next week, may the fourth be with you and cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.